When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. This week, unfortunately, no Peter. He's away on himself in Sonny Lanzarote, so I'll be your host, Tom, and join to me the- Join, joining me this week is Donny. Donny, how are you? Yes, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. So, game week one, over and done with. Are you happy how it went? Um, y- yes and no. I mean, usual fantasy football, you you, you pick the wrong player, another one uh, takes the haul. From a personal point of view, I'm glad Rangers got the win and they made hard work of it. We'll talk about that later. From a fantasy point of view... You've got your returns from the, the main man and, and some other big names. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite happy. I think you had a good game week as well. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty happy. So, yeah, not too bad. Um, do you want me to run through my scores? Yeah, please. Let's okay, go for it. so I had Roos and Goals, got me two points. Captain Tav got me 26. Uh, Lewis Mayo was one of my bench players. He came on for two points. Um, Taylor for Celtic, six points. Hume got St. Mirren, one point. Lawrence, four points. Jota, ten. Henderson, five. Kolak, four. Mielski, two. And vice captain Fudahashi, two. So that gave me a game week score of 64 points, which is a global rank of 1314. So it's hard to tell where that is at the moment. That seems a fairly average um, score for the week. What about yourself? Yeah, not too different. Um... I got 62 points. Um, I had Bruce and goals as well for two. Captain Tab got me 26. Mayo got me two. Greg Taylor got me six. I had Goldson, who got me one point. In midfield, I had Lawrence for four points. Yota for 10. And Ewan Henderson for five. Up front, I had Hilwa for two. Miofsky for two. And vice-captain Furuhashi for two. And that sees me sitting at 1,617th. Uh, for two points difference, there's quite a lot in between us. Yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty good game week. I think the fancy rule always Captain Tav definitely came into play, and uh, despite definitely. the other goal. So I think if you were on him, which most folk are, then you should get goal, good good points. Definitely. Um, well, let's have a look at the game week, break down the the fixtures, and and see what we can find. Um, first fixture up we've got is Hearts to Ross County one. Um, Hearts goals were scored by Alan Forrest and Barry Mackay and assists for both goals came from Cochrane uh, at Ross County, uh, Jordan White scored and the assist came from Baldwin 
Um, just a, just a few things to note. My end, um, Samuel and Edwards both hit the woodwork for County, um, and the stats show a fairly evenly matched. But uh, the two sides were fairly evenly matched. Um, I think County could perhaps offer up some cheap attackers. Um, they're not afraid to take on Hearts away from home. They do have Selick next, so I wouldn't be rushing towards any Ross County assets just now. Um, but we can wait and see what stands out. Um, but I thought they were quite impressive, particularly in the, the first half. Um, Hearts up front, it was Forrest, Shankland and Barry Mackay. Um, Shankland was subbed off for Boyce at 71 minutes. Neither of them scored. Um, but obviously we got goals from Forrest and Mackay. Um, Cochrane was playing as wing back. He got the two assists. And looking over at Ross County, I thought uh, Uwara Edwards at 3.3 million. He's an um, an interesting midfield option at, at County. But as mentioned, you keep an eye on things. He did get some decent crosses in and even hit the woodwork as well. What did you take away from that fixture, Danny? Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said there. So Kingsley was one of the main um, Hearts assets that we kind of all picked um, at the start of the season. He, as suspected, was injured uh, and unable to play. So I went down the Atkinson route instead of Cochrane. Of course, Atkinson got injured after about 20 minutes and then subbed off. So didn't get me anything. And then you watch Cochrane um, get a couple of assists. So that's just the way it goes in fantasy. But yeah, I thought Ross County started fairly well. Created some good chances. Um, Edwards and Huula, um quite lively. Be uh, interested to see how they progress. Uh, when they get some some better fixtures. Um, Forrest and Mackay look like they, they could cause a lot of trouble this season at Hearts. It's two mm-hmm. well-known names from last year. Um, and I think that the way they play um, with Shankland up front uh, could see a lot of, of returns. Uh, it was a pretty good game. Again, just getting the, the rust out of the legs. But uh, a nice win for Hearts. Um, for me, I, I'm not on either. Forrester Mackay, so it is one to think about. I'll let the Hibs game pass. Um, a derby can throw up some unusual results, so I'll let that pass before making any decisions. But um, Ross County, I wouldn't write off just yet. They, they probably do have one or two players in there that um, could be good fantasy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, definitely. Um, up next, we've got St. Johnston nil, Hibs 1. Um, I watched I watch sports scene for the, the highlights, and there was, <laughs> there was some patter there talking about uh, yellow and a half cards, orange cards. Yeah. Um, Kenny Miller's definitely sitting on the fence there. Um, but it's a win for the, the other Edinburgh team as well, so perhaps this was less convincing. I, I know we weren't too... Um, pleased with Hibbs's performance in the the League Cup, um, so you know they managed to get a win away from home. But it was St Johnston who have perhaps even, an even worse side. Um, breaking the fixture down, there was a total of fourteen shots for Hibbs, which is pretty high with, compared to the, the other fixtures. Um, but only one of them was on target. Um, the shooting accuracy was reminiscent of the League Cup efforts. I seem to remember watching the game against Falkirk and. Um, Mecklerson skying it into Rosehead. Um, so they did have a U signing up front, Ailey Ewan. He was straight into the start in 11. Um, we didn't see him at all in the League Cup because there was um, issues with his work visa, but he's managed to get there now. I imagine Lee Johnson's probably really disappointed in the, the other striker options just to throw him in at the deep end, um, having not had much of a free season. Um, he's coming in at four million, so he could be a potential bargain. Um, but it's definitely a wait and see for that one. Uh, Mecklerson, he was moved out wide and Deutsch was on the bench. Uh, it was um, substitute Josh Campbell that scored for Hibbs. And uh, the assist came from Ewan Henderson at three million. He seems to be a nice cheap enabler option. And going by his performances pre-season, he's the only kind of consistent contributor in that Hibbs attack. Um, he's also on set pieces as well. He was taking some corners um, from which they scored. Um, so other than him, I probably wouldn't be looking at any other Hibs options. In terms of St. Johnston, they've not really addressed any of the, the issues from last season. Um, Murray Davison straight red at 58 minutes, probably handed Hibs the game to an extent. Um, but for me, they're, 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 a, um, they're a no-go at the minute. Um, I don't know how you feel about that one, Donny. Yeah, for me, St. Johnston's a, a stay away already. Um, even after one game, you can tell that they're going to struggle. Um, I suppose it is a good result for Hibs. They'll be they're happy to get the three points. I thought the um, Cabraha had some decent play in the first half. Uh, mm-hmm. He was the one that made the the challenge in the second half. That it probably was a red. If you compare it to the yeah. first one, um, it definitely was. 
um, one of those ones. But St Johnston offered nothing. I think they had one shot from distance. That was about it. Um, Henderson, I think we both got Henderson. Um, I think Peter's maybe on him as well. Definitely seems like value um, contributing, getting points. Um, so for three million, it seems like uh, quite an easy one. Again, we need to wait, get more information on him. Still have Hearts. A lot of you talking about Hearts, and you know, depend who comes out top on that fixture, and um, might make you decide which way you want to go. But yeah, St Johnston avoid and Hibs probably got away with a lucky result, but a clean sheet nonetheless. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think Hearts could gub them this weekend. Then they've got <laughs> Livingston away, which is never an easy fixture. Then Rangers. Yeah. Um, so if you're yeah. going for any Hibs other than Henderson, it's probably game week fives. Maybe be the going to be the soonest you maybe think yeah. about that, if at all. Um, next fixture, then we have Kaman at one. Dundee United won. Um, Kelly are back in the top flight and uh, they bring along with them another plastic pitch and uh, uh, Derek McInnes returned to the league. So it was um, Ash Taylor that scored for Kilmarnock and Dundee United. It was uh, a player that ended last season pretty good. Um, and it was Dylan Levitt and um, Stephen Fletcher, who's a big name, uh, got the assist. Um, two yells for Harks. Couple of silly incidents, but um, he was sent off for for Dundee United. Um, not only is Derek McInnes back, but also Kyle Lafferty. Um, he didn't really feature too much in pre-season due to an injury, um, but he was he was back in the starting eleven for this game. Uh, another surprise was um, Ber- Bergetti, the Dundee United goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. The pressers seemed to imply that he wasn't going to be able to play because of his work visa, but there he was in the the starting eleven. Um, I think most people went for Ollie Shaw as perhaps a cheap third striker option. Um, he hit the woodwork in this game, um, so a bit unfortunate there. Um, I thought Polworth had a decent game for Kilmarnock. If we we're looking at the numbers, uh, he had four shots, two of which were on target, and made three key passes. So he's he's one on the watch list for me. Um, and Kilmanic had 18 attempts on goal, which is which is quite a lot. Um, Fletcher, as we mentioned, assisted the the goal that Dundee United scored, but he'd made zero attempts himself. He's he's not that cheap as a striker, so I think he needs to have more shots for me to consider him, and obviously more goals as well. Um, 2.2 million Mayo. Uh, we've both got him as a, a cheap defensive option. Uh, he started, um, so that was good to see as well. Um, Nice to have for the, the bench trick option. Uh, Kilmarnock have Rangers and Selig next. Um, Dundee United's run seems more favourable. So p- perhaps Levitt could be a target for me. Um, don't know what you're, what do you think about that one, Dan? Yeah, again, it's probably a fair result um, on comparison. Although I do like Dundee United um, this season. I think they've made some good signings. I, I brought off Fletcher, um, I think, in one of the other podcasts. I didn't think he would be any good at all, but I think he's going to be more you know, the, the target man up front and then heading it down for the strikers so he got the assist, he also got two bonus points, um, you can't ignore them um, over the season so he, mm-hmm. he might be one to turn to if you feel that the, the Rangers or Celtic forwards um, are costing you too much money Again, it's hard to tell with, with one game week, but yeah, Shaw Shaw seems quite lively, hitting the, hitting the bar, Um Taylor, a fantastic equaliser at the back post. Uh, I'm sure Aberdeen fans would be surprised to 
seeing them get in on the on the goal sheet. I don't think he was as effective for them, but probably again, it's, it's you need more games to see how they're going on. But Dundee United they signed um, McGrath today, um, so again mm-hmm. that's another good addition to the midfield. Um, so they've got some promising games coming up, a couple of games at home which they would expect to win. Uh, heart sandwich in between them, so. Uh, United are definitely definitely a team that I want to keep an eye on. Definitely. Um, up next, we've got Livingston one, Rangers two. Um, this was the early fixture on the Saturday, so we got our lineups before the deadline. Those of us that were were on the ball, um, I was quite pleased to see that all mine were starters, so it wasn't wasn't too stressful. Um, did you manage to get? I did. I did. I think the the trick this season, depending on how many leagues you're in, is just to have your team fixed as much as possible uh, and then just have a quick glance to make sure everyone's playing. So it's going to be harder in the game weeks where everyone's playing. Um, but for this one, you know, I've got uh, three Rangers players. They all started. So um, it was easy just to, to put the phone down and um, let it roll. So I was, I was okay as far as that's concerned. Yeah, I think next week we've got four fixtures. So that may be a bit more stressful next week. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see how we go. Um it was Newble that scored first for Livingston. Um, assist came from Nicky Devlin, uh, who provided quite a few assists last season. Did quite well. Um, Livy managed to keep it uh, 1-0 right up until 72 minutes um, with a bit of luck and some some excellent saves from uh, the new goalkeeper, Shamal. So he's an interesting option. Um, Arfield got the first goal for Rangers. Assist came from Kent, who uh, those eagle-eyed listeners will notice that he's he didn't travel and he's injured. Um, didn't play in the game last night against USG in their uh, Champions League qualifier. Um, and two minutes later, Tav scored from a free kick. So all those that captain Tav did well. Um, he got all three bonus points. So 26 points in total if he did captain him. Only one player could have been a better captain option this game week. But we'll come to that when we talk through the top 10. Um Tav was the only player to get more than a single shot on target for Rangers, which was a total of three. So he got a point for that as well. Um, quite remarkable considering uh, he's a defender. Um, Barisic hit the woodwork. Um, Suter was subbed at 67 minutes for James Sands. Uh, and he was the player that also started um, for Rangers on Tuesday night. Um, Suter didn't travel with the squad. Uh, we've got Tilburn as well, who also started on Tuesday night. Um, he came on at half time for Scott Wright, who didn't really have too much of an impressive performance. Um, what have we got? Uh, Rangers had 21 shots on target. Um, Cholak had a goal, but it was cut off for offside. If only there was a way to find out if it was onside. Yeah. <laughs> um, no VAR yet. Would you? What's your opinion on that? Do you think it was offside? I wasn't watching at that point, but I have seen it. It's one of those, you know, when you draw the line on the screen, it's going to look incredibly close. The linesman yeah. will always just raise his flag because they're too scared not to. So um, he was unlucky um, in that respect. He probably was just onside, but in the blink of an eye, it's really hard to tell. So it's just a yeah. I thought Livingston showed good form as well, particularly at home. It's, uh, they might go back to their old ways of fortress Tony Macaroni, so uh, a Livingston defender might be good to kind of rotate when they're, they're playing at home. But what's your overall thoughts on the fixture? 
Um, it's a, it's a game I've seen many times before from Rangers, um, going one 0 down and, and making hard work of it. But credit where credit's due, Livingston set up in the, the exact way that you would expect when they're playing a, a top club. They put Newbley up front. Uh, I don't think Anderson's truly match fit yet. But big guy up front, absolutely battered defence. He got three of our players booked. Um, <laughs> did exactly what he needed to do. And, and in all fairness, he took his, his goal well. Um, Suter was handed the centre-back role alongside Goldson, although he didn't have a great game and ended up being subbed for Sands. Uh, the talk was that he does have a niggle, uh, and that's why he didn't play Tuesday. Um, I don't think he would have played anyway. It probably wasn't the, the best debut from an Rangers player. Uh, so depending on which way you went with your captaincy, you were probably cheating um, or crying after five minutes. Strangers going one nil down, um, so that was a bit disappointing. Interestingly enough, sports scene didn't show the the bookings on the Livingston player Kankar, um, which led to Martindale taking him off. Um, mm-hmm. Again, that gets reviewed at any point. It would have been a red card and probably made it uh, easier for Rangers, but. As with many games, Rangers passed the ball about, moved it well, but couldn't really um, create any chances. Um, we've discussed Colax equaliser, dropped off. VAR probably captures that um, down the line. Kent uh, did have a good game, um, good crosses, um, eventually found our field for the equaliser. He just had a little knock, which is why he didn't travel. Um, so just if you do have him, just wait till you see the team news. I think you might get back into the team. Top with a good free kick. I thought the way the Livingston set up the wall was a bit weird. Um, yeah. Because they had the wall, then they had the two Rangers player, and then they had probably the shortest guy in the pitch on the end, and Tav just drifted it over them in the top corner. But I'll take it. It was one of those ones where you were watching from behind the sofa if you were a Rangers fan. Uh, one thing that you not mentioned was Tom Lawrence. Um, he uh-huh. had four tackles and 40, point, uh, 40 passes. Uh, so from a points perspective, you managed to pick up a couple there. It's much in the way that we've seen like, uh, Glenn Kamara just pick up points in the background. Mm-hmm. Tackles and passes is, is ticking two boxes there. So that's um, an interesting one. If you can get in amongst the goals and assists, then it's certainly going to add to his, his profile. But... At the end of the day, take the three points, move on. Um, Livingston away is a hard ground, so I'll throw that as well. So two home games next. Um, hopefully pick ourselves up and uh, get some better performances. Definitely, yeah. Did you watch the game last night? I did not. No. I did not. Um... I was going to say, we got to take away observations from that one, but um, it probably wasn't the best game with Judge Rangers on anyway. No. Again, just getting caught so early in the season, it's just like Malmo all over again. So it's, you make your bed, you have to line it. It's just the way it goes. Um, we'll move on to the Sunday fixtures. Um, the first one was St Mirren nil, Motherwell one. Um, it was a penalty from Van Veen which sealed all three points for Motherwell. Um, this fixture could be perhaps be the battle of Stephen Robinson. He's currently the manager at St Mirren, but. Apparently, he's been heavily linked with the return to, to Motherwell since the, the sack Graham Alexander. Um, so, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go with that. Um, I thought, despite the score, St Mirren were very attacking. I thought this was revealed in some of the stats. Um, St Mirren had 19 shots to Motherwell's nine. Um, they had six on target as opposed to Motherwell's two. And you got to bear in mind that one of those two shots on target was the penalty which was scored. Um, 
we've mentioned a younger on the podcast. He's playing out of position, so he's a midfielder in the game, but he's playing as a striker. Uh, he had six shots, two on target, one off target, and three blocked, and he missed two big chances. So he definitely could have been in with the goals there, but um, goalkeeper Liam Kelly played a, a blinder. He was actually joint third highest scoring player in the, the game week. Um, but again, we'll, we'll come to that. Um, other St. Mirren players to miss a big chance includes Curtis Main, Alex Grieve and Keanu Bacchus. So I kind of thought they were all over Motherwell. Um, but Liam Kelly, as we mentioned, six saves. I thought he did well. Um, and then it was uh, Ricky Lamy managed to get a, a straight red for a, a lunging tackle on Bacchus. So um, they did well to hold out. Do you have any, anything to add to that one, Danny? Yeah, so I wouldn't... Motherwell, they've, they've had such bad form. One win probably doesn't turn anything around. I wouldn't be looking to make any jumps um, as far as they're concerned. They do have some good fixtures in Johnston, Aberdeen, Livingston um, to come. But as for the end of last season, if it's not Van Veen, then it's not going to happen at all. Um, Ayunga was impressive. And it's the kind of player that if you just go by his points tally, you might think, now you know, make a change somewhere else. But if you actually watch the game or the highlights, um, you can see his movements and the, the attempts that he had. I mean, had it not been for a, a wonder save from Kelly, he definitely would have scored. So he was just unlucky in that respect. Kelly with mm-hmm. six saves. Again, if you're if you're keen on, on that type of goalie, um, then you know, feel free to go ahead with him. But I thought St. Minnan were good. Unlucky not to, to take something for it. Motherwell probably got lucky. I mean, it was a penalty and it was well taken, but um, we didn't really see anything jumping out as far as, as far as they were concerned. Yeah. I think Motherwell do have St. Johnston next, so mm-hmm. if you do have any, if you do have Liam Kelly, it's certainly be playing off that. <laughs> <for you>. um, <laughs> um, our final fixture then is um, Selig 2, Aberdeen nil. Um, goals came from Welsh and Yotta, and assists came from O'Reilly and Turnbull. Um, Celtic were their, their usual attacking selves. They, they did squander quite a lot of chances. I think Kyogo was a popular vice captaincy pick, and it was disappointing them to. It was disappointing to see him not score. Um, he did have a few chances, but didn't find the back of the net. Uh, I think Kyogo, Yotta, and O'Reilly were probably the. The, the kind of standouts amongst the attackers. Um, Kyogo was off at 65 minutes for Yakimakis, um, which is a, a bit of a concern because at that price, you kind of want these players to be on the pitch as much as possible to, to maximise the chances of returns. But it's still early days. It's still early in the season and all these players need to have minutes because they'll be called upon at some point. Um, Welsh is the top scorer this game week and at twenty-seven, uh, sorry, 2.7 million. Um, he's a cheap way into the Celtic defence with Starfelt not quite fully fit and Jens picking up a, a knock through the week there. Um, though if he keeps performing like that, I think he could perhaps retain his position. So it's definitely something to, to keep an eye on. Um, it was O'Reilly that assisted his goal. He made six key passes in the game. So he's, he's, he's very creative. Um, I think he's probably going to get quite a few assists this season. I think he's probably more assured of stats than what he was last season as well. Um, 
I think we, we should have the Celtic lineup before the next deadline anyway. They, they face Ross County away and the other fixtures that we mentioned. There's four fixtures um, where we should have the, the lineups. And that is Rangers Kelly, uh, Motherwell St. Johnston, and Aberdeen St. Mirren. Um, the opposition Aberdeen didn't look too bad. Uh, Johnny Hayes and Matty Kennedy managed to get a couple of shots away. And um, Miofsky started in this fixture as well. We've obviously deliberated a little bit the previous pod, but I think we were all pretty sure Miofsky was going to start. Um, McCrory did wells, well for uh, goals and assists in the pre-season. However, he has been shifted to centre-back, so that is a concern for owners. Um, Aberdeen, now that the Celtic fixture is out of the way, they do have a great game week up in a great run up until game week 11. Um, excluding Rangers in game week 7, they have St Mirren, Motherwell, St Johnston, Livingston, Ross County, Hibs, Kilmarnock and Dundee United. So pretty nice run there, particularly um, the the early end of that as well. Donny, your thoughts on the Celtic-Aberdeen game? Yeah, so being a lone player from Celtic, it probably did make them change their, their defence slightly. Kyogo looked lively, uh, again, unlucky not to score. Uh, for me, it's not enough to, to make any changes there yet. I think on another day, he probably gets a couple. Aberdeen just weren't at the races. I, you know, I thought the, the difference showed. They seemed to be chasing shadows. It was only really Hayes that, that had any sort of opportunity um, for Aberdeen. O'Reilly is uh, a good one. I think he could possibly be a good alternative to Jota. Um, if money dictates that you, you need to sort of free up some cash I think from a minutes point of view and an assist point of view uh, he definitely could be uh, one to go to Jota as he always seems to do scores against Aberdeen uh, so that was good uh, I think we've both got him um, mm-hmm. so that was nice to see you're not going to learn anything from Aberdeen um, just based on this game uh, I think we talked before that um, you can pretty much fight it off but they do, as you've mentioned, have a, a good run of games. Um, Roos had seven games, seven saves in the match. Um, so that just shows that he could yet be uh, a valuable asset. I'd left him in. I didn't bother having any other goalkeeper just for the one game week. So he got a couple of points through saves, which was fine. Um, Celtic probably didn't learn anything new there. They're still strong um, in all areas. Um and I think it's the, the big players that will will get the returns. And yeah, Aberdeen, let's see what they can do in the next two home games um, before making any decisions on them. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.